0: So the offense had 233 total yards in the first game, 255 total yards in the second game, 333 out in Las Vegas. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates in the same place that you found this. Mike Tomlin had his weekly press conference yesterday on the south side. No surprises, no news headlines really of any kind, but he did bring up, well, how do I word this? He did bring up his own feeling that he's been really right about a lot of stuff as it relates to this offense. Let him take it away here.
1: That's what we desire to do anyway. Um, Sometimes there's less of it when we're not gaining enough fluidity to to put snaps together. You know, and that's some of the diversity I think that gets lost sometimes when you're not converting third downs or you're not moving the ball. Um, Sometimes you guys ask about snap distribution for runners. For example, hey, can we see more of 30? Well, not if we have 15 snaps in the first five possessions because we're not converting third downs. It's the same thing with with play concept variation. Um, the the more success you have, the more you controlling the game scenarios, the more you're on schedule, the more possession downs you win, the more concept diversity you have. And you see pocket movement and play action and misdirection passes and screen game and quick game and all of the things that, that really do a good job of keeping defenses off balance. You want to know what that is?
0: Weighty Downs, baby. And that's weighty as in W-E-I-G-H-T-Y. Remember the weighty downs? And remember pretty much everyone everywhere laughing at the term, let alone the usage? Well, here comes some more stats. In the first two games against the 49ers and the Browns, of course, the Steelers converted 9 out of 29 third downs. That's pathetic. Against the Raiders, it was 6 out of 15, which isn't great, but it's also not pathetic. It's better. And that was one of the main points, really arguably the main point, that Tomlin was making on its face over the course of the press conference, and that's that things are getting better. He cited the defense is getting better, special teams getting better, and he Yes, did finally address somebody's, anybody's question related to offense. Since the three I asked out in Las Vegas didn't get answered. Which still, by the way, just blows my mind. But he's free to answer as he pleases, when he pleases, and even as truthfully as he pleases. Because another thing that came up in this press conference yesterday was his curious and striking usage of the term mojo last week and saying that the offense had lost its mojo, which at least a couple of the players were kind of like, what, really? Mojo? We lost our mojo? In this session, he denied that he ever even meant it that way, claiming that he was just kind of throwing something out there for us Dopey reporters, he didn't say dopey, but for us reporters to go run with so that he could send some kind of message to somebody about something, who knows what. I have told you guys before that he will openly acknowledge saying things to the media just because of their potential impact inside his locker room. Now, are you crossing the line by presumably lying to do that? I don't know. That's another debate for another day. But again, again, here's what counts. Here's what counts. That offense did, in fact, perform better on the weighty downs. Kenny Pickett was able to find his targets. He was able to scour the field he was able to spread the ball around a little bit not just to different humans but also to different types of passes there were different looks there were different routes and all of that coupled with the thing that kenny himself had been stressing out in las vegas and that being his deliberate movement out of the pocket primarily to keep max crosby at bay That also paid off. Okay, so they are, in fact, getting better. And you can say what you want about the Raiders' defense not being anywhere near as good as that of the 49ers or Browns, and you'd be correct. But you'd also be correct in looking at what the Steelers tried to do in Las Vegas, regardless of the opponent, regardless even of the results just the fact that they tried to do different things, and you'd be getting a whole lot closer to the truth, and boy, do I mean truth in this particular week, that the head coach still isn't sharing with everyone. It's not about lost mojo or found mojo. And you know what? It's really not about weighty downs. It's about... The coordinator coming up with something that at least vaguely resembled an actual NFL game plan and never separate these. The fact that the quarterback was throwing better passes, players were making better plays, etc., etc., etc. I believe it started with the better plan. And the head coach's chances of addressing that honestly are, mm, yeah, about the same chance that those two Raiders guys had of catching Calvin Austin when we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello, tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. The law firm of Edgar Snyder & Associates has joined forces with Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett to make a difference in the community. They're supporting Connecting Champions, a local charity that asks pediatric cancer patients, what's your passion, and connects them to mentors who give these young patients an identity outside of their diagnosis. You can learn more about what Edgar Snyder and Associates and Kenny Pickett are doing in the community by visiting edgarsnyder.com givingback giving back. Again, that's edgarsnyder.com slash giving back. So today, in lieu of a standard J1Q since... I brought up a kind of a sideways sneaky challenge on yesterday's episode related to special teams. I predicted somewhat that there would be a significant drop off in the number of listens just because I deliberately put the term special teams into the episode's title. Now, if I wanted to try to make sure that the number of listens or downloads stayed about the same, I would have said something like Kenny Pickett applauds the special teams because then it goes berserk on the algorithm. And everybody who's searching for Kenny's name shows up with this thing. And well, so the bottom line is you guys did pretty well with this thing. But you also wrote a lot about this in comments. Randy Shared, there's nothing wrong with giving credit where credit is due. Good job, DK. Michael says, DK, thanks for calling out the special teams, the often overlooked third part of the team that's made a significant difference. Chyla says, so much appreciation for our special teams. They're truly the unsung heroes of the game. They've been firing on all cylinders, and especially Chris Boswell. Preston says, DK definitely need more kudos to those guys on special teams. Also, the coverage guys. They've been doing great so far this year as well. And Moni says, hey, just checking your clicks, DK, and I don't really see a drop-off. Real Steelers fans are real football fans. We understand how games can be won in the margins. Now, first off. Thanks for all of that, including the kind words. Secondly, the TJ Watt episode from two days ago got 16,000 listens just on YouTube. I'm not even going to get into the various other places that we're because YouTube actually does a great job of tracking this stuff. And it's really, really quick and accurate. So 16,000 on the TJ Watt one. The special teams one got 9,000. And while that sounds like a massive drop-off, it actually is a drop-off, obviously. There's almost always one from the episode that's the day after the game to the day after the day after the game. And having a topic like special teams isn't going to help. However, I have to say here that the number of you who responded and took the time to write and then to point out things that I'd missed or just didn't mention related to the special teams, really, really specific stuff. That's that's good. That's good. Uh, I, I think Moni put it best here. Real Steelers fans are real football fans, and they're going to understand uh, everything that's going on out there. For example, just going to throw one at you here. Pete wrote, the thing that struck me the most about all of Presley Harvin's punts was that the Raiders were very limited in terms of yardage on the return because A, the punts were not touchbacks, and B, the hang time allowed the chasers to be in position to force fair catches almost every time, and finally C, the player fielding the punts always had to move to catch rather than wait for it to arrive. Sure, he shanked that one short one at one point, which gave them good field position. But that's the nature of punting. You're never going to get perfect contact every time. Pete, all of that is accurate. I would take a little bit of issue with calling the 41-yarder a shank. I think a shank's got to be at least 30 or less, but we can disagree on that one respectfully. Where Harvin is concerned, though, one of the things that he had mentioned to me after the game in the locker room in Las Vegas was that he – himself was placing an emphasis on directional punting and angles. Now that possibly lines up with your theory there about some of the intent going into guys just moving, moving laterally to get to the punt, which no punt returner wants to do. They just want to be lined up where they are, catch a ball, survey the field, pick their lane and go. And Harvin didn't give them that chance. I'm sure that you know, Pete, as I'm sure most of our listeners know, the only thing that matters in a punter's world, it's not the gross, it's the net. It's not how far you hit it, it's how little they return it, it's how much yardage you got them to back up off of where you're kicking it from, regardless of whether it's because of your kick or the tackles or everything. Guys, this was really, really cool. No, I'm not going to do a special teams episode every week, okay? We like the numbers that we usually get, but I really, really appreciated the concept in general. Let's do another one of these tomorrow.